Chris, I was wondering if I could maybe do the intro to the show going forward. I've been working on this for a few months now. Let me know what you guys think. It's uh, Wake Up Podcast World. It's not for nothing with Chris and Chris. Chris and Chris make it jump, jump. Not for nothing, make it jump, jump. <laughs> Here we are. We're doing it. Mailbag, baby. It's been five years in the making. We're doing a mailbag, and that was this is how it goes. Not for nothing, with your host Chris and Chris, as you just heard. Chris, are you ready for some mailbag questions, or do you have a little, you got a little segue? You got anything you want to talk about? Should we talk about the the uh, broken giraffe in the room before we get into this, or what the hell are you talking about, Chad Holmgren, baby? <laughs> <laughs> broken giraffe. He is a gir- no. That's a disservice to giraffes. It's it. I love giraffes too much to give him that. Yeah. 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 Chad Holmgren, breaking news, is out for the season after uh, Literally running news. backwards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Shouldn't much. have tried that. Shouldn't have tried going backwards. Yeah. yeah. When you're shaped like a, like a bird, you should never try to fly backwards. <laughs> yeah. You know, like you never now. see like an ostrich run backwards. They can't. Nope. Nope. Even though like they should because their knees bend that way. I don't know. Uh, I, I saw a dude bait. There's a video of like a dude. I think he's like on the docks or something like weird. And it's a weird video, but he's baiting an ostrich to like run after him. Yeah. But he's got it where this, this, there's like this pile of Guy like in the docks. scrap wood or something that's like right on the dock. And like he, he's in front of it and he like taunts the ostrich and then he runs and he like jumps over the thing and then he like, and he's watching it and the ostrich comes after, him, but it trips over the pile of wood or whatever the, the scrap stuff is, and it falls like into the water. The ostrich? Yeah. Oh, that's horrible. And I was like, dude, that's just mean, man. He killed an ostrich? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if ostrich can like swim or not. I'm guessing absolutely not. Or if it's like shallow enough or it like couldn't like, I don't know, man. It was crazy though. Hmm. And I was like, well, all right. I mean, I could see if the, like the ostrich was like hurting you or something. Attacking you? Attacking you. But I, the guy looked like he was just doing it just to be a dick. Well, I don't like this story at all. Anyway, that reminded me of Chet Holmgren. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. LeBron James <laughs> threw a box in front of him. <laughs> and he tripped over it. <laughs> He's out for the season. Fucking let this be the end of the Chet Holmgren era forever. Like at I, for a year. At least get... This is his excuse. Mm-hmm. He played the Pro-Am. Mm-hmm. The floors are slippery. He, the question well, is... He hurt himself against LeBron. Like, he, he his, his out's built in. Like, he, oh, what could have happened if Chet Holmgren uh, wouldn't have run backwards? Like, we could talk about it forever now. Chet, you're, you're, <laughs> you got your excuse, dude. You got it. He, do, you, do you think, first of all, one, maybe they just they put a clause in his contract where he can't run backwards anymore? It could be. And two, does he pull like a Ben Simmons and become like the rookie year, although it's like his second year in the league? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's for sure happening. But right. he's not going to be the rookie of the year because there's another guy from France who's like him, but better. Oh, yeah. Wanyamba. Yeah. So so there's no... It's just great. I love it. I mean, I, I don't wish... I do. I do, I, I do wish poorly on people. Is that the same? Like, I do and I don't, you know? I like, don't wish injury but you know i'm not upset that we don't have to deal with him and the hype for a year oh it's great 
It's yeah. great. Like this yeah. is, and it's a perfect time for this to happen because it's slow NBA talk time. So like mm-hmm. now we can talk about this instead of Kevin Durant not leaving. Like literally nothing happening. Like <laughs> nothing happened. Nothing changed. Kevin Durant. People talked it to death because they were looking for a story, and instead it's like Patrick Beverly goes to the Lakers and and Chet Holmgren. Like yeah, man, that's um, content is bad. Content, interesting times NBA, here. Yeah, NBA content is way. bad, which is why yeah. because we're we're not quite ready for NFL season yet. It's a perfect time for the for the uh, not for nothing mailbag. Mm. Put it out there to our to only our best listeners, our mo- more uh, VIPs, our VIP, yeah, our <laughs> VIPs, the champagne room. <laughs> we open the champagne room mailbag, and and we got some questions. We got some there statements is sex in this champagne room too, Chris. There definitely is. Uh, I don't know if you want. Like I sent you some of them prior to. Yeah, uh, I got a I got a handful after okay. I sent that. Um, I don't know where you want to start. I'm I'm well willing to let you take the lead on this, or if you want, I can I can re- start right from the top of the list there. Okay, so I'm going to start. This is a this is a question uh, uh, that came in. It's kind of funny though. Like w- weirdly, there were a lot of soccer questions. I don't know why, but like love it. Yeah, yeah. So you're going to be doing a, a lion's share of the talking on this one because I don't Fine. I'm not really that up to speed on soccer. But uh, first of all. Uh, the intern's kid, intern junior, came in with the first question, as he does, uh, and it was, it was a two-parter, unrelated to itself. But uh, we'll we'll let we'll let it slide because he's he's our youngest listener. Uh, he wants to know who are our early Super Bowl picks, which you you did last week. I have not I have not given mine, uh, or a couple weeks ago. Uh, do you have you changed your thought on what your Super Bowl picks are yet, Chris? I don't even remember my picks. I think you said, I think you said, I think you said Tampa and and uh, and Bills. I think you went chalk. Oh yeah, I think so too. I sort of, I have sort of changed. I think a little bit here now. Okay. And I and I took this question more as as from a betting perspective now. Oh good. Okay. I I I kind of took the same angle. So let's hear what you got. Uh, And the AFC, the AFC is really sort of it's it's a lot more interesting and diverse of like. Teams that you're like, all right, I could talk myself into that. You know, I could see them. So I think I think I'm gonna go. I, I'm gonna go on a whim, and I'm gonna go a little bit of a longer odds here. I'm gonna take the Indianapolis Colts plus twelve hundred. Okay. But I really like, and a strong backup would be Baltimore Ravens plus nine hundred. Ooh, I haven't even thought about them. That's interesting because they're and I'll and I'll tell you why in a second here too. But they're coming back from injuries, a lot of injuries last year. Right. So they weren't the same team. They've had success in seasons before. But also, at least one team, and this doesn't tie in necessarily a Super Bowl, but, but this kind of gives you an idea of like maybe a good team kind of coming out of nowhere, is at least one team has gone worst to first, winning its division the season after finishing in or tied for last place. 17 of the last 19 seasons. Wow. That's crazy. So that means here's your list. Here's your list of teams that finished last in their divisions last year: the Jets, mm-hmm. Jaguars, mm-hmm. the Ravens, mm-hmm. the Browns, yeah, the Broncos, the Giants, the Lions, Panthers, and Seahawks. So the argument would be made for 
I mean, the Ravens are really the only legitimate one of those that group. I think that could that you could really feel strongly about the Lions. Though that's a kind of a whack division, right? Like maybe could be, maybe uh, but probably not, probably not. Right, the but Broncos the, maybe. Nah, um, the Browns. I don't think. No, I think that what I would say, Chris, is that you've done your you've done your research, and that's a great answer. Thanks. Yeah, like that's that's you you yeah, backed yeah. it up with with yeah. statistics yeah. and analytics. Yeah. Now the problem is picking the NFC. Right. I don't think it's a problem. Oh, you got one team in particular. I have two teams in particular. Oh. <laughs> but one... Is it chalk? Uh, one, well, I'll just tell you about the team I like. Okay. From a betting perspective. Also plus 2,000. Mm. The Dallas Cowboys. Jerry Ooh. Jones is going to die soon. <laughs> it's like kind of the last hurrah. If it wasn't for coaching... They have all the parts. They have all the pieces mm. to potentially. They've got a great defense. They've got banged up receivers, but they're all going to come back in time. They're a little got, light on receivers too. You got two good running backs. You've got mm. a Pro Bowl caliber quarterback. Mm-hmm. You've got the m- biggest fan base in football. And if I'm looking for value in the NFC, that's where I'm going to lean. Yeah, and 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 value. I think in this sense is like inherently legit, like good team value, right? Like you, like you could, you could take the saints. That's good value. Like they got a great defense. Maybe their offense is just good enough. They got a stacked receiving core, you know, and Jameis Winston, who's kind of a wild card to himself. And maybe Kamara, if he's playing or not, this, if you were to hand me a hundred dollars and say, I need you to put this on a futures bet for an NFC team to win the Super Bowl. I would tell you, I would put it right on the Packers, right off the bat. Like I would just be like, this is the yeah. team that just can't get over the hump. They've got all the pieces. I don't care about their receivers. Like They've got a coach that I like. Like They came up just a little bit short and probably would have won the Super Bowl uh, if they wouldn't have. Like it, like the, I think they probably would have, would have won the Super Bowl if they would have made it to the Super Bowl. So I would just go with that team. Like That's, that's who I feel the best about. Better than the Buccaneers. Better than the Rams better than the Niners. Yeah, see, I don't, man. I think they're trending down. I feel like Ooh. Dallas and, and, and Green Bay are sort of trending Disagreement. down. Disagreements. Yeah. And that's the problem because it's like Tampa and Rams, okay, fine. Great. 49ers, you can make a case for either way. Um, I don't like, I just don't like any of these teams like to stand out really. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, I don't like the NFC at all. I, yeah. would, I wish it didn't exist. I will say this to make the playoffs or to take over under to take overs on their, on their uh, regular season wins. I'm really starting to feel the Minnesota Vikings. Of course. Yeah. To make the playoffs. That's a great bet. And over under is nine. Yeah. I feel like it's nine wins. It's, it's kind of, so it's kind of right there. Like 10 might be asking a lot the of Kirk Minnesota. Kirk Cousins has suddenly become a darling of, of like fantasy and like gambling. Yeah. It's because they got the, the coaches is a, he's a, he's a passion coach now. It's yeah, not a, a running coach. Yeah. And I don't know. Maybe maybe he's he's a terrible coach. Maybe the whole offense sucks. The defense was decent last year. Uh, you know, it, it kind of you know. I think it's they're coming back around a little bit. Like it's there's at least a little potential there. And the other one is the Saints too. Like I said, um, the Saints I think are over eight, over under eight and a half. Um, with a really good defense, and uh, you know that offense, uh, offense might do something this year. It's gonna be awesome. Yeah, I just I'm. I'm it's all depends on how many games Kamara gets handed for a suspension, yeah. if any. 
And uh, the other, you know what? The only James. other one I can think of, league winner, NFC conference, Eagles plus eleven hundred. I don't know. I mean, sure. With AJ Brown now as their leading wide receiver. I don't. Again, it depends on like if uh, Hertz can you know kind of step up and actually you know throw the ball and stuff. Well, let's get. We could get to all this in our preview in our sure. football preview. But yeah. for your 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 foot your Super Bowl pick right now. Like of all the teams, who are you taking? Just like right now, I'm giving you a hundred dollars. You got to pick a team. All right, fine. I'll go. I'll go. Colts. Uh, Bucks. Colts. Bucks. Okay. I don't like it. I don't like the NFC at all. I can't pick a team in the NFC. I'm going Dallas, Kansas City. Okay. Oof. Yeah. Wow. I like it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, now this is one of our first of many soccer questions. We'll just kind of like mm-hmm. we'll pile this intern question in with his intern junior question. The question is from the intern junior is will West Ham be able to return to form? Uh, they're uh, currently 0 and 3. Yeah. It's now- I started thinking um and I was going to say talk to you about this is cuz I know you're kind of uh, on the on the West Ham wagon. Mm-hmm. Um uh is it David Moyes that's his, their, his last name is Moyes it's their coach their manager. I think he might be first coach fired this season actually. Really? If they keep struggling, there's a couple more games. I bet they cut ties with that guy. Can you bet that? I don't know if you can bet it with the Premier League or not. Um, My fear uh, is that they're going to just start like pulling the team apart. Yeah, and selling it for par- scrapping it, selling it for parts. Maybe. And like, and I can't imagine Antonio. Well, they can't do it. Long. They can't like once end of this month happens, then they can't. The there's no more transactions. The right? end of until, end of until, August or end of September. Uh, it's on. I think it's end of August. Here. Oh, I thought it was. I thought it was later. Oh, maybe it goes. I don't know. They're all different, so I can't never remember. Maybe, I know. Maybe it, it goes to September, but I thought. I thought it's winding down here. Can they return to form? If your form is like top, top ten, sure. Yeah. But like being a contender for like most of the season, no, not this no. year. That's, I think they're already out of that. Yeah. Now at I this agree. point, being down oh three and to start the season, I, I think it's even with even in this league, it goes so long. It's. I think it's hard to even. Um, you lost a footing there, and you're not getting it back. I agree. It's 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 way too competitive a league. Yeah. Uh, that kind of like folds into uh, the interns' question, which was uh, there's a huge American resurgence with Leeds United having an American owner manager and a couple of young stars. Lots of protests happening with the Glazer family who owns Man U, who I think is also zero and three, who have run them into the ground. The Glazers also own. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I'm not sure who owns Leeds. Um, I know there's been some other interest by American owners. The guy that owns the Panthers wants a team. Uh, he does. Yeah. It's the new hot shit is to like own a Premier League team and be American billionaire and run it into the ground. What are your thoughts on that, Chris? <laughs> uh, it, I, it looks, to me, it looks like there's an Italian who, who owns a majority of, of the Leeds um well, peter didn't or sorry the intern didn't do his 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 leg work i guess yeah maybe he's just mistaken maybe he thought it was someone else uh i was also gonna tell you because of west ham's struggling and i watched Leeds. i think last weekend or so super fun team to watch Leeds. Leeds. Oh, and if and if you if you're looking you know because i know like maybe if you if you don't really if you're out on on west ham and you don't have that strong allegiances so if you want to pick a team just you, my advice was sort of like, if you want to pick a new team every year to kind of get into to maybe help stay in, in, in your interest in soccer, not just for you but anybody, 
take leads. Well, um, I, watch leads, follow them because they, they made a lot of, they, they, they added a lot of players, a couple, uh, two of them, at least are Americans who are really good. They play this great, just hyper paced attacking football, both offensively and defensively. Interesting. I, I, I mean, there, I'm not going to switch teams. I'm not going to, I've already found my team, but I will I know. keep my eye on a team. But if, yeah, if you want to watch soccer and you want to have a good time watching it, w- turn on one of the Leeds games. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Weirdly enough, to 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 Peter's uh, to Peter's question, you've got uh, there are a number of of majority owned uh, American majority owned teams. The Fenway Sports Group, who also owns the Pittsburgh Pirates or mm-hmm. Pittsburgh Penguins, owns Liverpool. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stan Kroenke, who's three and zero with Arsenal right now. So there are a couple of examples of teams of ownership, American ownership that isn't terrible. The Fenway Sports Group, I think, is bullshit, and I hate them. And I know they're like, I from what I can gather, like they're buying up property, they're buying up teams to buy up property to, you mm-hmm. know, and and I'm not in in huge favor of that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, the I Khan think- family owns Fulham. I have no idea how good Fulham is, uh, but I do know that. Uh, they have a good fan base, which yeah. will lead into another question of ours later on in the mailbag. Uh, so, you know, that's, I think Fulham's like a top 10 team. So there's a couple of examples of American ownership that isn't total dog shit. I think people just want, expect more from Man U and the Glazers suck. Like they're yeah. just, yeah. people hate them because they're like... Here's my thing with Man U is, is I'm, I'm happy that they're being run into the ground. Yeah, of course. I That's can't great. stand Man U. I hate him. But the problem that I don't know, and I was reading about this the other day, actually, and I kind of got into it. And what I don't understand is people are criticizing them and the Glaciers for not putting... They're, they're basically generating... The team generates revenue on its own, like almost like a billion dollars a year or something on its own, just from, just from like um, merchandise and all that kind of stuff, right? And right. ticket sales and all that kind of stuff. Like they... It, it's a machine. It's a money-making machine. Yeah, they're right, like, and that's why they bought Manu. I think, but they're, what they're, they're not doing the is, is basically what, apparently what they've been, what they're being, um, what, what people, fans, and stuff are, are mad about them are, is that they're taking, they're basically taking some of the profits and the money out, and they're not, and they're not putting their own money back into the team. Yeah. So they're self, the team is overly self-sustaining. So they're they're using that money, whatever the team makes. They're using that money to sort of improve the team and, and pay for coaches and players and all that kind of stuff. But the Glaciers are not putting their own money into it, even though they are able to draw money out of their of whatever corporate account. Of, is that of, expected of, of, of like what 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 like that's ba- every is, that's every major league baseball owner in America? Like right, but it's also like, they, but you don't need extra. Like it's almost yeah. like they want a billion dollar team to be put on the field just because they can afford to do. Right, that. they do, and it's the team makes the team. Which is insane. The team's net, wor- the team's worth, is twenty two billion dollars. That's twice as much as the next the next team up. Yeah. So it's, it's sort of I, I feel like it's sort of this double edged sword with Man U is, is that it's never enough. It's never good enough for the fans and and for the press and stuff. And they feel like the, the Glaciers are basically ripping the team off. And maybe they are in a, in a, in a, in a way I, I guess. Um, but it's also that's being a team owner. Wait, you that's mean that's right? It's being a Dolan. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, exactly, but that's that's sports. That's what's right. happening. And maybe, maybe with soccer, especially in England, it's becoming there, there's I, there, I'm afraid 
there might be this sort of um, uh, Americanized version of how you do business with these sports teams. But normally these sports teams at soccer and all over the, over the world are like, they, they don't really have a business plan. They just spend all their fucking money. And that's why Barcelona is like $2 billion in debt is because they just keep spending money, spending money, spending money. They, they don't really have and taking loans out. And then, you know, the bill comes due and now Barcelona is basically kind of fucked. And they're selling all their assets off for pennies on the dollar just to generate some sort of money. Cash flow. Cash flow, yeah. Hmm. I didn't uh, know that because I don't give a fuck about Barcelona. I know, but... I can't get into La Liga. Like, I just can't... Like, I, I, don't, I barely can follow pre, Premier League. Like, I know. I, like, but, that, but that's the problem. But, and I think, you know, some of these teams like Man, Man City and stuff, they're, they're, they're kind of... It's a slippery slope. You start going down that path and you start paying for all the great superstars. And then you're going to get into some final troubles here. So I think, you know, in a sense, the man you, whatever they're doing, as much as I don't like the Glaciers at all either, like they're probably doing this the right way. Yeah. I, I, yeah. But I still hope they suck. Yeah. Uh, maybe Tom Brady can play there. Yeah. Maybe he can. Maybe uh, I'll just buy the team. Uh, so we've got, it worked once. Um, <laughs> I've got, you know, I'm just going to jump because we're on soccer and yeah. I don't want to dwell on soccer too much longer. I'm going to jump right to one of RJ's questions. Mm. RJ Weaver, uh, off, sometimes guest host here on the, whenever we do a Nick's Lament pod. Uh, <laughs> He didn't really know what to ask, but because his son is now playing youth soccer and is, I think, two years old, he asked the question, uh, can we give up pretending that soccer is a good sport? And, and I think maybe he would go as far as to say that soccer is a sport at all. He's like, no other, t- because no other sport can a two-year-old play. There just isn't one. There's no yes. other two-year-old sport. Right. So can we stop pretending that this- They don't even have to play. They just have to kick the ball basically back and forth. Right. So... Yeah. So I, I, my answer to him, cause I just, I, I couldn't, well, I'll tell you my answer. He's heard this, but I, I, I can tell you, uh, we can stop pretending soccer is a good sport when we can stop, when we stop pretending, uh, track and field is a good sport, mm. specifically running mm-hmm. sprints, mm-hmm. marathoning, anything. There is no need for a coach unless it's strength and conditioning in any of those competitions. <laughs> so. That as long as as long as we can be like running is no longer a sport, then then I'm fi- then we can say soccer is no longer a good sport either. I'll take it one step further, and say if we could stop acknowledging or saying that baseball is America's national pastime, <laughs> then I'll say baseball or soccer is not a good sport. What would be the replacement pastime? It's foot jacking off. <laughs> Only fans. <laughs> that actually, it's a sneaky good. Uh, yeah, that's on the that's the down low uh, pastime. Well, uh, yeah, Pornhub yeah. is the actual America's pastime. Nobody wants to admit it, but everybody's doing. It. I bet that if you look up viewers, like baseball viewers, to Pornhub viewers, oh, it's not even close. Right, not even close. Ah, probably not. No, I bet you Pornhub is yeah. actually America's pastime. <laughs> totally, <It's> absolutely <laughs> right. Actually. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> since we're keeping in with that uh, d- degenerate uh, style of thinking, I was going to jump to RJ's next question, which you probably didn't want me to actually say, uh, <laughs> but uh, I'm going to do it anyway. Oh, we're going to talk about it. He said, "Do you think my character?" And he's changed the name. It's a uh, it's uh, Honky the Dry Humping Bandit. 
<laughs> would be to the WNBA in 2022 what Morgana the Kissing Bandit was to baseball in the 80s. And if you're not familiar yes. with Morgana the Kissing Bandit, she was a woman. I don't know if she was like, probably originally she just ran out on her own, but then I think like the teams got behind shtick. it. Yeah, it became a yeah. shtick. And she just was a well-endowed uh, female, quote-unquote, fan, and she would come out and like embarrass players by running out with her big bouncy boobs and kissing them on the field. Yeah. And everyone and she had like this big bleach blonde mane of a hair yeah. Yeah. too, right? Like it was, she was an interesting person. Um, I saw her in person once. Oh, at the, at the NFL draft that Michael Vick was at, she was also there. So, so Mor- Morgana, the Morgana, the kissing bandit was still an established celebrity whatever year michael vick got drafted which was i guess it was probably like 99 or 2000 like she was still an entity in that then still hanging on uh, yeah 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 she tried to move over to football after baseball i think she would just go to anything yeah i think she would too um she was built she was made for instagram too bad it didn't come up oh yeah she was ahead of her time on that yeah so would uh honky the triumphing man Yes, I I believe so. Yes, this is a pretty this is a pretty uh, aggressive take. Uh, it would be offensive as much as Morgana would be offensive, offensive now. Yes, but still, the idea of it made me laugh. I saw it. Yeah, it's just the fact that it would be a, a a dude running <laughs> trying to run on the court and hump Sue Bird. Yeah, or on the bench, or like just going yeah. to the benches or something. Yeah. Yeah, and like, and like, even like a like a mock hump behind like their heads or something while they're yeah, sitting on yeah. the bench, you know, gyrating <laughs> behind behind just, their heads. People like getting into that and like finding that funny. Like if this was you know thirty the, years ago on or the something. jumbotron. Yeah. Oh my god, it'd be hilarious. Yeah. Oh, oh dude, that's if the if if the WNBA was successful forty years ago, it would have absolutely existed. I was I was telling RJ it would be the name would be Aruga, the dry humping bandit though. <laughs> And that would be, <laughs> <laughs> and then on the jumbotron they would just they would they would ha- get like they would put the eye they would whatever put the eyes on the on yeah the exactly like, exactly yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> stupid I love yeah. it <laughs> yeah. if only we were if only we were in game uh, producers in 1977 we would have the greatest idea and if the WNBA was a thing we would be yeah. onto something. Um, I I have a, I have a kind of a follow up to it. It, it, it loosely it. ties into this a little bit, okay? Because it's talking about characters, okay. and I thought about this months ago, but since we haven't done a show in a long time, and it, ha- it was happening just after like Russia was in, invading Ukraine, and then it, the world was like seizing all these like wealthy Russian business oligarch, uh, sure. like people's like um, yachts, super yachts, and stuff. Yeah. Is I, I, I felt like the WWE really missed an opportunity there to introduce a, 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 a bad guy character oh. called the oligarch. Oh, wow. And he would have, and he would have been sort of like the new, like uh, million dollar man. Yeah. Like super of, ultra rich, ultra rich guy coming in, but like sort of maybe like wears a suit, but like kind of like rips it off. Halfway yeah. I think that, I think the play would be to sort of play it up like Putin style. You know, when he was like shirtless on the horse. Yeah. Yeah. That would be his like, like he'd take his suit off and that would be his wrestling right. outfit. Like, yeah, just, jeans. like this guy's massive, right? He's yeah. just a big, like this is Russian a great bear. Idea. This is a great idea. Bald, like with a big beard. Yep. Yeah. It's great. It's perfect. Yeah. Oh, I thought that would have been just uh, like, that would have been the, oh, it just would have been sweet. I was watching WWE the other day. Like, cause I went, I've said this a million times, but when I'm in a hotel, like I just put like, if the TV's on, I turn it on and whatever it's on, I watch 
which is how I yeah. ended up watching Beverly Hills Cop 2 the other night. Like, I just <laughs> will watch whatever. So, like, I don't want to try to flip around. Like, it's too much work. Uh, and uh, and WWE was on, was like, Raw or one of those. And it was a tag team match. And I was like, these characters suck. Like, it's just G- ginger Jim guy. Bob. There's a ginger yeah. guy, and his name was, like, McShovin or what? Like, you know, like, McShane. <laughs> here comes McShane. And he, he's not even, like, as good as the old one that had, like, the shillelagh. Like, this guy's just a topless ginger. They're like, here he is, Mc, McShonigan. And then they're, <laughs> then like, they're, he, they're like, oh, and who's going to help him? A non-ginger giant guy with long hair and a beard named, like, Rob... <laughs> I don't know, Steve. Levinson, you know? <laughs> yeah. And it's like, oh, this is tag team. And they're, and the, what, who are they going to fight? The two, there's a, a the, they're called like Livewire or, Bro, or Bloodline. And here comes Bloodline. And Bloodline is two guys who aren't related, but they, in the storyline, they're brothers. And that's it. And they wear like true religion jeans. And like, I'm like, you guys aren't even trying anymore. Like, who, like, there's no character development. Like, I, I know people are like, oh, we've come a long way since the cartoony WWE. But I want it back. Yeah. I want it back. Like, I, I want it back. Way. It's way more fun. Yeah. It's way over there. Yeah, they, I agree. They, they can be athletic. They just, and there's right. not enough fat guys. Yeah. There, I think Where's the fat guy bad. wrestler? Right? There's no fat yeah, guy. Where's Tugboat? Where's Tugboat? Where's fucking King Kong Bundy? Where's like, yeah. these were great, great guys. Like just mm-hmm. massive fat guys. They don't exist anymore. I look yeah. out the window right now. I can see seven. <laughs> <laughs> Westfield, New Jersey alone. <laughs> it would be great. I always thought they did a disservice with Mark Henry. Who's Mark, Henry? Mark Henry? No, no idea. Uh, he was, he was like the big dude. He, he could like squat or bench like the thousand pounds or something. Mark Henry, no idea. He was, uh, he was kind of in that vein, but he was a little more muscular, but he was a big dude. And he's been around, like, he's probably been around for 20 years. Oh, the guy that was like bald, but he also had a mullet. Was no. It? No. Okay. No. Uh, no. Black dude, uh, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's bald, but he had a mullet. Like he had like oh, a did he? like a braid mullet for a while. Yeah, oh, that's how I, I remember. remember. Okay, I don't remember that. You don't? He had like yeah. The, the only he, like, like he just had a stupid name. He never had a, but he was he was still in the in the gimmick era. Yeah, he was huge, era. huge. But then he had just had this name, Mark Henry. Maybe that's what he wanted. And that's fine. But then I just felt like he was sort of caught in between these two worlds. I think because he was a professional weightlifter before, he thought yeah. like, and he was a, an Olympian. That was like the when they were like. The Olympians could come in with their like old name, their Olympic names. Like there wasn't yeah. there like the Mark Engel or whatever. Right, right, Kurt. Kurt yeah, Engel. yeah. Wasn't he an Olympian? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, Chris, we could talk wrestling. about wrestling all day long. We've got a mailbag to get to. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, let's get back to it. I mean, we don't have that many questions, but we get like I feel like we we're gonna want to ba- bounce some of these around a little bit. We're uh, already halfway through the show, so let's, yeah, uh, we're halfway through it. Should we? Uh, should we try for another? Uh, Audio? Oh, let's do it. Mailbag question? Okay, here we go. Let's, bear with me. I'm not great at this, but we'll try. Guys, glad the show's back. Got a quick mailbag question for both of y'all. Uh, with the season coming up, who is the worst quarterback to, in the modern era to win a ring? I'm going to put my guy, Trent Dilfer, up there. Mm-hmm. He's just a diabolical human being. Hate his guts. Uh, no offense to Seattle fans, but not sure why. Uh, if Ben Roethlisberger gets mentioned in these convos, why Russell Wilson isn't. 
Also, can I get a ruling on Dilfer's latest diabolical move, shoving a kid on his high school football team? I'll listen for the answer. Thanks, guys. So, Long-winded question there. You have a good one, don't you think? Uh, let's just get to the point. Oh, Jesus. That was, from, that was from Ryan R. Uh, from Jersey City. Uh, thanks, Ryan, for the question. Yeah, thanks, Ryan, for the question. Sorry, Chris hates you. Yeah, uh, just make it a little quicker next time, okay? Jesus, because we got lots going on over here. Yeah. Whoa, do. don't relax, bro. Relax. <laughs> I, as soon as he started asking that question, I immediately thought of Trent Dillard. Yeah, of course. I think that's the unanimous, like, all-time yeah. great worst quarterback. I didn't, yeah. I, he sent the link to the, uh, to the, the, the Trent Dilfer, uh, shenanigans where he like pushed a player down i haven't watched it because you hadn't seen it and so i didn't know if you'd watched it yet i may have seen it i feel like that was a long time ago oh was it i don't know maybe I, not though but i think I feel it, like because he was coaching like little league or something and then he yeah, shot the kid high school coaching he maybe, got really mad i don't know much about trent dilfer i i hated that team i was like kind of when i thought like football mm-hmm. was just gonna always go downhill like mm-hmm. i was like is football over you know mm-hmm. but i uh i'm i don't know i I, I I'm trying to think of like a worse. Are we talking Super Bowl winning quarterback here? I think the, I think the answer is yes, Super Bowl winner. And I would have normally said Joe Flacco, but recently I've been doing a little <laughs> Joe Flacco like research, <laughs> and uh, I think he's a little underrated. I think Joe Flacco at this point in life is a little underrated because now he's going to be the starting quarterback for New York. Everyone's kind of flipping their wig about it, mm. like Joe Flacco's still in the league, but Joe Flacco. When he came into the league, was one of the best quarter, like best, highly most highly recruited quarterbacks. He took that team from nothing and made them a Super Bowl winner. Uh, he was I loved him out of Delaware. I've said this a million times. It's not. It's no. It's no doubt that I like. I like Flacco, and and he's definitely fallen off a little bit in his career, but he's still in the league. He still is a Super Bowl winner. So I don't know if I would put him in the level of Dilfer, but it is interesting that the first two that jump to my mind are both Ravens quarterbacks. Oh, yeah, that's actually, that's, uh, yeah, that's a good point. Um, no, I, I, Flacco's sort of the, he's the indifference, you know, kind of quarterback to me. Like, I, I don't think good of him, I don't think bad of him. Ooh, indifference quarterback. I wonder what he's like as a person. I bet he's pretty mellow. Yeah, um, I'm thinking, you know, like, I, and I don't know, like the whole, with it was his thing with Roethlisberger and, and Wilson. Like I, that's, I'm not even going to answer that. Cause that's just, listen, that for different reasons, those are off the field reasons. Maybe that you don't like those guys. Um, Roethlisberger has two. I know you can't, and, you can't, yeah. you can't Roethlisberger. You can't put in the conversation. You can't put anybody that has two in the conversation. Like you, right. That automatically means no, like that doesn't, that doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. Do you want to know who I think might do you want do you have an answer cuz I think my next one might be the one that I'm thi- I'm thinking Jim McMahon. Are we going all the way back that way? Why not? Yeah. Jim McMahon, I mean I'm not going to go back to like Phil Sims? Well, Phil it, uh, Giants I don't like Phil Sims. Jeff Hostetler? Yeah. Maybe Hostetler is the worst. I think Dilfer's. I mean, I don't know. Jim Thorpe, he might be the worst. Who fucking knows? Like, we could go back to like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Bob Greasy. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I don't know shit about those guys. But like, the first Super Bowl I remember 
is 85. So like I'm I, like I can't go any back any further than that. Yeah, yeah. That's I, we got to cut this off at some point. I think 85 is as far back as I'll go, and I'd say it's probably Hostetler. I, I think, think I think, I think Dilfer's worse from a personality and play performance. Well, Dilfer didn't have to do anything, right? They were just like, let's just win with the. Defense. Let's win with defense. Yeah, but he and had to not. He had to not screw things up too, though. Like enough, where right, where he had to just manage the game, throw a couple passes and completions, you know. And and he didn't like throw five interceptions and lo- lost the game too, in a sense. Well, how was Dilfer's career like after that? Was it any good? Not great. Yeah. He was never good. Yeah, he was. Ne- I mean, I don't. Yeah, I, I'm Hosteller to- at least. At least there, were, there felt like Hustler won that game for them. Like he was, I don't know if, I don't think he was. That's what I'm trying to figure out. Like, I, I don't, like, did he win the game or was it like Joe Morris or something? Well, it's not like they just completely sucked. They, they, uh. He was the MVP. Was he? Yeah. Wow. Fucking well, A. Well, that answers that question. Yeah. Brett Favre? <laughs> but they, like, wasn't that the game where they, like, barely won? Isn't that the Super Bowl where, like, it's only, it's wide left? Wasn't that Hostetler's Super Bowl or was that Phil Simms' Super Bowl? Uh, it was Hostetler's. Right? Yeah. So, in a way, like, he kind of, he kind of didn't win. Yeah. He threw for 222 and a touchdown. Like, I, honestly, I think it's Hostetler. Yeah, that's not Yeah, that but back great. then, that's probably, that was a lot of yards, probably. Yeah, but Otis Anderson rushed for 102 and, and a touchdown. How the fuck didn't he get the MVP? Yeah, good question. I'm fucking, fuck Kostler. He's the fucking worst. He's the worst one. I just decided. They won on a fucking fluky kick, so he shouldn't have won it to begin with. Oh, wait, Otis Anderson was the MVP. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. And he wasn't the MVP. He threw for 200 yards. What, he threw the fucking Mark Bavaro for a touchdown? I bet you anything he did. That's probably. just... Feels so. Stephen Baker, the, the baby Steve maker, Baker? a guy who's really excited he caught a touchdown in the Super Bowl. Seriously. Is who Stephen Baker is. He's been milking that one for thirty years. Yeah, yeah. He's like, do you want to see the Super Bowl? Yeah. Do you want to see the play I made <laughs> in the Super Bowl? <laughs> anyway, it's he Trent stole Dilfer that fucking is, Super Bowl ring so long ago. <laughs> Dilfer is the, is. One and then there's there's a drop off a tier two tier no- two A and B. I'm gonna put McMahon in that. I love Jim McMahon. Don't get me wrong, but I'm putting Eli Manning in that tier. No, yeah, I hate him. No, I can't stand him. He's one two, dude. He doesn't. But see, he, this is this is he, what, he's whoever, one two. You can't do it. Whoever did, Ryan just asked this question. Whoever. I mean, that's kind of the point, though. Like, it's, it's sort of personal preference. Like that's why he he was talking about Russell Wilson and and, and Roethlisberger. I'm. I'm telling you right now, if you've won two, you can't be in the conversation. I know, I know. I'm so just that's, that just doesn't work. Like it's if it's just shitty quarterback, then it's still for man. Well, it's, it's a shitty for. quarterback, but also like, okay, so there's it's two tiers, and, or there's two there's two parts of it, right? Is it like a career shitty quarterback, like mm-hmm. Doug Williams, who had a great game, or is it like uh, he had a pretty good it, career there for a few years? Did he with the yeah. Tampa Bay? Yeah, uh, no, with the Redskins. But what about Mark Rippon then? Well, yeah, that was a few years later, but there, there was, because Williams got hurt, I believe, right? He, he was like, it was almost like career threatening injury, I think. That's why Rippon came in and they still won. I got your fucking answer right now. This one's easy. We overlooked it and I didn't even realize he won a fucking Super Bowl. This is easy. Brad Johnson. Brad Johnson's worse. <laughs> You can't uh, even conjure up who the fuck. One? You can't even think of who Brad Johnson is. No, I remember exactly who Brad Johnson is. 
Is they won that? They won with Brad Johnson. Oh, yeah, because it was against Oakland. And and, and Oakland. And he, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right, Dilfer and Johnson are, are they're one. Brad eight. Johnson, they're they're tier. They're both tier one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're both tier one. Yeah. Woof. Brad Johnson was in the league for quite a while, 14 years yeah. on 20 different fucking teams. Yeah, yeah. Wow, man. He never lasted up more than guy four years on like any team. He was the guy you wanted as your backup in case your quarterback got injured. Started with the Vikings, went to the Monarchs, then managed mm-hmm. to like weasel his way back into the league through the Redskins organization. Now the Commanders. He won the Fiesta Bowl in 90. <laughs> here's, here's my sneaky good though thing, and, and there's a legit reason for this, is Nick Foles. Because Nick Foles is, is kind of almost he is he is almost the Brad Johnson Trent Dilfer but that game, career dude, but that game he had an incredible game it's and like, that's the only reason why he's not up there is because he won he basically won that game himself against the best team of all time like he one it, of them yeah it's, uh, I just have to like the, but, like but Brad Greer, Johnson won wise, Brad Johnson won that game because because his coach had coached the other team the year before like. That's the, the main reason Tampa Bay won that Super Bowl. Yeah. They had Chucky, and Chucky had just been released by, or, or he left traded, fucking. I think they traded him. Yeah, they traded him. So that, that's kind of a horseshit. That's kind of a horseshit win. But I, yeah. I think that's, the, the fact of the matter is this. Bad quarterbacks rarely win the Super Bowl, and the, yes. and the Super Bowl has been lost by a lot of shitty quarterbacks. Well, that's. Mac that's Hasselbeck, big, Rich yeah, Gannon, Kerry yeah. Collins, Chris Chandler. Like, you go Rich through the. Grossman. Yeah, Neil O'Donnell. Like you go through the fucking like Super Bowl losers are generally pretty mm-hmm. bad. Mm-hmm. But they, but the, but it's it's amazing how bad they are. But they a lot of them make it make it to the to the game. But you know, you know when Rex when they're trying to talk Stand Rex Chapman up, or they're trying to talk. I remember when they're trying to talk Chris Chandler up, and I was like, "There's no fucking way this guy yeah, is man. winning a Super Bowl." Yeah, Chris Chandler. Jesus. Yeah, Kerry exa- Collins. Exactly, Kerry Collins. That guy was like, was like. I think he, he he was getting a job every year because he went to the Super Bowl. It was that's a problem I hate with all this stuff is because it's just reputation. These guys get reputations. Last last part of this answer to this question, and then we'll we'll move on. If if Trent Dilfer is the worst quarterback in Super Bowl history, then if they lose that game, Kerry Collins is then replaces him as the worst quarterback in Super Bowl history. Oh my god, it's yeah, it's the worst. It's the same game. It's the worst quarterback Super Bowl. Of yeah, all time. one one bad quarterback had to have won that game. Yeah, exactly. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. So, mm. that's the answer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I almost would have rather had Kerry Collins I think in that <laughs> one then if I could pick. If I could influence that uh, and go like, listen, uh, you got to choose between one of these two guys, knowing what we know now, it's definitely Kerry Collins. I'm friends with a guy that went to Penn State with Kerry Collins was in the same fraternity. And uh, he said he was the drunkest fucking person that he ever knew. Like, he was always drunk. <laughs> he was always drunk at Penn State. This is like a brother. This is like a guy that, like, shared a room. Like, he was like, he's... Kerry he, Collins was, like, always trashed. So uh, That's... Who's... Uh, wait, who's... Um, not Drew Bledsoe. Who's my guy? Washington State. You, he, uh, Ryan Leaf? Ryan Leaf. That was Ryan Leaf. Oh, really? I never nod saw that guy, like, at a bar <laughs> get drunk or something. Go figure. I mean, I was at the bar a lot myself, mind you. Yeah. Well, your NFL career didn't work yeah. out. But he was like slapping hundred dollar bills on his forehead and like talking shit to people. Oh yeah, he sucked. I mean, I know you're always a Ryan yeah. Leaf. I don't know if Kerry I... Collins was a douchebag. Oh, he's probably a rapist. <laughs> I'm gonna guess sixty percent chance rapist. Whoa, man. Whoa, that like you just that was a huge leap from being a drunk and a douchebag. 
I'm just guessing. Uh, let's take it to an intern question because he just <laughs> turned the, the, the podcast off because his kid's Jump. freaking out. Uh, here's one. Since we're talking about quarterbacks, why wouldn't the Steelers make a bid for Jimmy G? Great question. I think this is a really good question because on the face of it, they got three quarterbacks. Uh, it, you signed Trubisky to be your starter. You drafted Pickett to maybe come along at some point. Like, yeah, why wouldn't you, wouldn't you make a trade for Jimmy G? I, I get it. I sort of get the logic, logic for it. And I sort of like the idea where it's like, because if, like, if Seattle can't get Jimmy G in a trade, but maybe they can get one of their other quarterbacks, it's sort of like some sort of circular uh, movement here if the Steelers do get Jimmy G. Now, the problem, though, that I have with it is that Pickett seems to be impressing enough where he's probably going to be the starter sooner rather than later. Yeah, I don't know what the scenario is where Jimmy G comes in. Like, is it like Trubisky's not working out by week four? And they're like, "Fuck, we gotta get somebody else in here." And Pickett's not ready. Also, what kind of money? No, are, I think it's I think it's before week one. Here. What kind of I money are you at, taking on? Well, that's the, the other. Steelers problem. are like, so money adverse, right? Like spending and adverse. Do they even have the cap room to take him in? Yeah, I think you just ride. I I don't see. I, I don't it's see twenty four million or something like that too. Is this cap chart? Well, there's your answer to me. Is well, that's why the Steelers wouldn't because they don't fucking pay anybody. Yeah, I don't think it's worth it from that perspective and, and stuff too. And yes. Uh, all right. Good. Plus, plus, listen, honestly, and I don't know if you've been following this or not, but the last couple games, and and the media really seems to be, you know, praising Pickett here now that he's doing a really good job with the offense. And so, to me, if he's not starting by week four, I'd probably be shocked at this point. I still think I, I'm right now. I'm in a place where I think Trubisky, having looked at his stats, watched a lot of tape, I think there's a, I think he can work in this offense. Yeah, I think I, he can too. I, I don't think Trubisky's going to suck. I just don't. I've, I think it's actually going to be Trubisky. It's, is Trubisky secretly great? <laughs> I really think that. I really think that's. I, I'm all in on. I'm all in on Trubisky. If you didn't know, I love it. I pushed. I, I pushed them all. That. I pushed all the cards in on him. I can't wait. It's so. It's so. It's so refreshing and nice to hear you say that now. Finally, <laughs> you know I've been a. I've been a Trubiskier since he was a bear. Yeah, let's go. Let's go, Trubisky. Let's do it. I even I think I even won my fantasy league with Trubisky as my starting quarterback. Probably. We should ago, we should ago. we should figure out like is there a good name for like Trubisky fans? Trubiscuits? Trubiscuits, yeah. Trubiscadors. <laughs> <laughs> Truth biskies. <laughs> Mitch's bitches. bitches. <laughs> That's great. Thank you. That's a really good one. All right, let's jump back into the mailbag. We got a couple more here. Uh, the, two of them come from uh, Johnny M out there in uh, somewhere near Sacramento. Uh, what? One of them, I think we could talk for. I, we've, I think we've. Done is, he, it. is he a Kings fan? Yeah, he, legit Kings fan. Oh, we got to talk some Kings then for him. Uh, we okay. We'll, we'll get to it. Uh, we uh, no one. <laughs> Yeah, uh, we talk a lot about the Kings actually in text threads. Um, so this is a this is a I think one of these one of these questions that we've talked about a little bit. I think we've done we've maybe brought this up before. Um, so let's just jump to a second question or first question first, and, we'll, and maybe we'll have time for the second one. Uh, I like this question. It's an NBA question. Who has the best chance to win a ring before they retire? KD, Harden, or Westbrook? And he said, disclaimer, he knows that Katie's already won one. 
Mm-hmm. But like, I think moving forward, yeah, who has the best sure. chance to win a ring, Chris? What makes do you sense? Think? Um, I I think Westbrook he, automatically he's he's disqualified from this question because he's just, I just don't think he's ever going to be on a championship level team. Yeah, ever again. even if he, even if the Lakers six like excel this year, I think he'll be gone before the end of the season. Uh, yeah, I think they'll do all they can to get rid of him. Yeah, even before the season starts. So that would we're it's a Katie Harden question. I like. Yeah, that. so it's a Katie Harden, and that's a that's actually really more interesting now after the the, the news that Katie's staying with the Nets. Well, isn't this a, the cool part of this question to me? Is like they're the cause and effect of their own. Like the Sixers can win the title if Harden is good, in good Harden shape. Right. Same with the Nets. Like they're they can they both have the potential. Yeah, but it's really up to them as individuals. Which yes, I, I exactly, kinda, exactly. Where Westbrook, it's like maybe if he lands on a team that has a good, you know, like and he sit rides bench, but he just won't. You know, he makes too much money. Right. So. It, 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 it may, okay, so maybe Harden is is the sort of the sneaky long shot here because if if he kind of goes the way of, um, oh, and I'm trying to use a good example. And all I can think of is like Gary Payton when he went to the the Lakers to try to win a like, chip at the I end. I was thinking like Joe Dumars, but Joe Dumars just st- stayed in the same place. But right, uh, so you know, like Westbrook all of a sudden decides to be he he's, he knows he's not a starter. He wants to, to keep playing, and he's riding the bench. And he you know he goes and plays for the Miami Heat or something, and they win the championship. Then all right, then I could see that, and that's there's a little bit of an asterisk to that question, maybe. But. Um, Katie Harden and Harden, I, I we just I don't know if you saw him, but I saw photos and it looked like super shape Harden, super in shape Harden. I mean that guy can look in shape and out of shape within a week. I don't know. I know, so I don't know. Like, but yeah. but like, it's like he's practicing in the off season and he's looks pretty jacked and slim. And so I'm like, oh, maybe he's maybe he's uh you know after mailing in last season, he's he's sort of back up. So on if the, we're if we're jumping right to next season and Harden's in, in great shape, the answer's Katie. Yeah, I mean Katie just off pure talent. Harden's got a better situation. Does he? Right now, to win right next season, I would say the Sixers, if Harden's good, have a, be- a better team than the Nets. I th- oh, I don't... I see. I think the Nets have a better team overall. Hmm. But, but they are on a thinner ice of failing, though. Right? Their floor, their floor is, is at the bottom, whereas the Sixers, I just... They're, they'll still be in the playoffs. Like, if Harden's, like, you know... Old Harden or last year Harden, and the, and the, but they I just don't like their overall depth and talent of that team compared to the Nets. Without getting too in the weeds about which team's better and which team isn't, because we I, I think we disagree. We could we could we could fight about it, but I think it's still like it's <laughs> pointless right now yeah. to, to argue about which team because we haven't like both teams have changed so much since the off season. Uh, mm-hmm. Also, like I in the Nets defense. Bill Sim or Ben Simmons could still be good. Like yeah. this could still work. Yes, I'm. I'm gonna agree with you. I I disagree. I think the Sixers are a better team, and I think Harden's in a better position in this coming season than KD is. But I think KD, even though he's a thousand years old, it can win rings anywhere. Like if yes. it doesn't work out in the Nets, like I, this yep. feels like a last stop for Harden unless he does what you said, like stumbles and lands on a good team. Yeah, but KD's a piece. You know, like right. KD's right. a piece. He's right. gonna be a piece. No, if he went to fucking, if he went to Portland right now, he's a piece. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah totally. So yeah. I've, I feel like Katie's, yeah. Katie's not done winning them. It's exactly. just a matter of like, will Harden get one too? I, that's, that's how I feel. I feel like Katie's going to win another ring. I do, I, I, I do too. I do too. You're exactly, I, that was exactly right and well said. Thank you. Uh, his next question is this. Uh, we've talked about this before, but uh, 
He said, who's the best celebrity sports fan and why is it E40? And I think we've done this before. And I'll go ahead and jump in and say, E40 is not even the best uh, Warriors fan. Like he's not, not, not only is he not the best celebrity fan and I love E40, don't get me wrong. Like I, I'm I, like, I can, I can rock with E40 any day. I love, <laughs> I, love I love his glasses. I love his terrible voice, but I'm, I'm about it. Uh, Lil B is the best Warriors fan by far. Lil B to me is the ultimate celebrity fan. Like there isn't anybody better. No one, celebrity fans can be like Spike can get in there and the choke thing and with, with, with Reggie. And that's probably the most intimate ever any fans ever been. But Lil B literally put a curse on Kevin Durant that worked and fucking fucked him up, fucked with his head, put a curse on Kevin Durant, fucked his head. Then when he came to the Warriors, he said, I lift the curse. Katie won a fucking ring. Then he leaves and he puts another curse on him and it's working. Like Lil B has literally been cursing Kevin Durant. In fact, I'm going to go back and say, unless Lil B lifts the curse on KD, Harden is the only person that can win a fucking ring out of those last three players we mentioned <laughs> because Lil B has that much power in his yeah. wonton soup. Yeah. Who's yeah. your, who do you think is it is the best? Uh, I was going to say like, I, I'm not answering this question because I have no freaking idea who any like celebrity sport fan is. Like, I just, I'm not thinking about, I don't like pay attention to them and I have no idea, but I do remember the little B curses and stuff. So that's why it's the answer. Okay, great. We agree on that. Now I will, t- I'm going to flip this on its ear just really quickly. There is one team that has the worst celebrity sports fans by far. And that is the Miami Heat. You're going to hate this answer, Chris. But it's because they like, because their fan, celebrity fan base is DJ Khaled, who sucks. Rick Ross, who's the worst rapper of all time. Justin Bieber, fine, whatever. And Jimmy Buffett. <laughs> <laughs> is he, he's not even really a, he's a Heat fan? You, yeah, you pile those guys on top of each other. That's an eclectic yeah. group. That's an eclectic group. Yeah. Uh, so that's, that, that's who I'd say was, has the worst celebrity fan base. That, that's, the, that's the worst. And, and, uh, and I, w- I was just going to say whoever, like whatever team Drake is rooting for that, at that moment. Yeah, I know. Is- whichever, whichever bandwagon he's jumped on, whichever fucking <laughs> yeah. pl- hugging Joel yeah. Embiid, you fucking bitch ass. Uh, <laughs> I also, I also uh, Hugh Grant is a fan of Fulham uh, FC. Ooh. Which I, I looked it up and actually Fulham has like all the like Margot whatever her name is is a fan Robbie yeah she's a mm-hmm. she's a fan like they've got mm-hmm. like a kind of a cool oh. fan base I don't oh I, they're like a deep cut team yeah they're they're um I think they just I, I think they got promoted from this past season so they're they're always kind of right at the the bottom of the Premier League and they're yeah. at the top of the next division down and, and they kind of go back and forth and they're they're always kind of a cool team to kind of you know kind of root for you kind of root for them to like to sustain. A little bit, you know. Yeah, I, t- I think it's in a couple years. I like it. I like a team. Oh, also, I think uh, like they're, Lil, they're a good Lil, underdog team. Lily Allen is like a fan. Of, yeah, it's like it, mm-hmm. they they kind of remind me of like a like a, a sports team that like like the Cubs, where like even though it's they don't win, they still have good fans. You know, like mm-hmm. that. That's yeah. sort of how they feel to me. I was gonna say uh, the other one to check out this year too, because they they've been they've I think they had like man, I want to say they had like twenty different player transactions already and they ju- they got promoted from last year into the premier league this year and that's nottingham forest yeah dudes you know how you know that team is worth like they're, 10 million dollars like, yeah they're, like, they're so i just saw them on the list the listed like they're it's crazy i was like oh my god how's this team can we buy them <laughs> yeah we might have been able to a couple years ago actually they but they've made so many like they, they've brought in a lot of actually good players on the cheap 
they, they, they seem to be very smart in how they, they just built this Premier League team. And they keep adding players and adding players and figure out the money and whatever. And the, the owner, I don't know who the owner is, but I think he's really trying to make a, trying to make a push to make, make sure that they It's a great guy, stay. I think. Yeah, yeah. He's a little heavy. They kept showing him in like Evangelos the Evangelos Ma- Marnikas. Marni- oh, yeah. He's, uh, Marni- yeah, he's Marni- 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 Marianakis. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he, and he, kept, he sits there and he keeps like crossing himself, I think. He's doing like the little crosses and stuff. And he was just freaking out because they... They actually ended up, I think, up winning the game. That's kind of that's my shit right there. I, like that's a team I'll keep an eye on. I'm not gonna watch Leeds, but I'll keep my eye on Nottingham Forest. Plus, that's just like like isn't that where Robin Hood's from? Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. How Which awesome is, is that? that a real place? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Chris, we got one more question. <laughs> I've been dying to I've been dying to play this one for you. Great. Uh, this comes from Tim, out in uh, Gravesend. Uh, you ready for it? Here it yeah. Goes. Hey, Chris, you think the uh, New York Rangers hang out with the Texas Rangers? Like, uh, they get together when they're in town? Maybe go to dinner? <laughs> That's all I, I got. I think they wife swap and nobody knows. Oh, my God. I love it. My favorite question by far. <laughs> favorite question by far. That is classy. Uh, That's all we got. That's the mailbag. Chris, do you have any mailbag questions? No. Nothing. Nothing came no, in your mailbag? No. Got, no your no mailbag's empty? All, all I have is answers. Okay. Well, you did great. Uh, next week, maybe we'll do the NFL? Yeah, I think we're getting close enough where we should do a preview. All right. Stay tuned, everyone, and have a great rest of your week. Bye-bye.